victory by the Spirit. I've had so many, um, so many testimonies from this particular series of teaching. First of all, we started with um, a consciousness, knowing from the Word of God, the consciousness of our victory in Christ, and that Christianity is not a Christianity is not a beggarly life, and that it is a victory parade according to the Word of God. A victory parade. That in the Word of God, we see that God offers us victory all the time. What about challenges that come to Christians, and what provision does God's Word have for them? You see, do, do Christians have challenges? Emphatically, yes. But they are called challenges because they are supposed to be overcome. Aside having a challenge and overcoming the challenge, there's also the provision that the Word of God actually also gives for you to walk in perpetual victory. It's not something bad happened and I overcame it. Sometimes it's not about something bad happened and I overcame it. Sometimes it's about I was at level one and I moved to level two. It's not about leaving the bad for the good. It's about leaving the good for the best. So the word of God is, is complete on topics of this nature. You know, just that we have to do like a whole lot of um, overhauling in a lot of Christians' minds because they are so used to the life of begging God, begging people, begging the devil. I mean, sometimes some Christians beg the devil. I told you about how somebody was going to cast out the devil. Cast first one, didn't go out. Cast second one, didn't go out. I said, please, go, please. You know, they had to start negotiating, please, please. You know, they started begging the devil. And sometimes if you've not walked in a lot of Christian circles, you not be privy on some of this information. You don't get to know that a lot of people actually do beg the devil. And they have to beg God to receive whatever they have to receive. They have to beg. They are full of begging, 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 everyday begging. They always have to beg someone and beg something. You see? So, what do we expect in our lives? What do we expect to see in our lives? All right, now, we are about closing a year, and a new year is about to begin. All right? And it's going to be a great year for you. Amen. When you ever sit down to hear what some people think, who, um, what they think God is, or what they think um, Christianity is about, you got to realize that they are in a magic spree. They are expecting magic to happen. They are expecting a lot of magic from God. That if he's God, he should do this. If he's God, he should do that. If it's God, it should be this. If it's God, it should be that. You can see they have a lot of magical orientation about the person of God. See, God is, yes, all-powerful, as the scriptures have said. But there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a question there. How is his power wielded? That is a different topic altogether. Jeremiah 9. 
24. He says, let's start from 23. Never forget the scripture. Never forget the scripture. Never forget the scripture. He says, Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might, let not the rich man glory in his riches. Verse 24. But let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me. You see? That he understandeth and knoweth me. This automatically debunks what so many people have said about God. God is a mysterious God. His wonders to perform. Nobody can know who God is. Nobody can understand. Some say even if you try to understand, you go mad. You heard it before, right? Yeah. But this scripture is just opposite it. He said, let him that glory. He said, anyone who would boast or glory. He said, he should glory in what? That he understandeth and knoweth me. Amazing. That he understandeth and knoweth me. That means a man can understand God. That means a man can know God. I was speaking to um, some two people from the U.S. yesterday, and you know, I've told you about the American Christianity. No offense, but it carries a lot of that magic mentality, a lot of emotionalism. I know my God is a waymaker. I know my God is a waymaker. You, have you asked yourself, how does he make the way? Because I told you one time, I said, this is the, the, the mechanics of faith that people don't pay attention to. Like, for example, I could be a man paying people's school fees. But if I have not said, I am paying your fees, I am not owing you. I get it. So, yes. Do I pay school fees? Yes. Have I paid yours? No. Why? I've not said so. So, is that my nature? Yes. Will you see it in your life? No. So, yes. My God is a healer. My God is a healer. My God is a healer. Where's your, where's your promissory notes? Where's your document? That binds me and my nature to its performance in your life. That's what people don't pay attention to. Because if God is all-powerful, how does he wield his power? How does, how does, okay, take for example, when I was teaching on Amalek, remember what God said. He said, I will wipe out Amalek. He said, I will make war with Amalek from generation to generation. Now, that's what God said. God said he will make war with Amalek from generation to generation. Now, that scripture should make us think that means God is going to make war with Amalek. The next thing we see, Joshua is fighting Amalek. Now, I thought God said he's going to make war with, war with, with Amalek. The next thing is Joshua is making the war. Why? Because if God says, I'm going to make war with Amalek, he's going to do it through Joshua. He's going to do it through Joshua. So, God saying, I'm going to wipe out Amalek is how... Now, for example, God, God is going to deliver... Okay, we've had countless testimonies like this. Brethren will be in a car, all right, and get involved in an accident. And they'll tell you that most of the time before, you know, and, and they were delivered from the accident. Most of the time before the accident happened, a lot, of the, a lot of them will tell you that they began to speak in tongues. 
We had a testimony like that. We've had quite a number of them. He said, while they were driving, all of a sudden, they just felt like speaking in tongues. And they were speaking in tongues. And they were speaking in tongues. And they were speaking in tongues. Then the accident happens and they, nothing happens to them. No scratch. Nothing. What happened? God delivered them. How? Through them. So you see, for you to say, God is all powerful without understanding how God wields his power, it's going to go against you. You'll be expecting magic. See, so... That lady who started speaking in tongues at that time, the Holy Spirit was performing his intercessory duty through her. So yes, God did it, but God had to use her to do it. So the moment you, you, you grasp an understanding of some of these things, it makes it easier for you to work with God and for you to understand when God is trying to move you to do something. You know that, now this is within the understanding of God. He said, he that glory should glory in the fact that he knoweth and understandeth me that I am a God of who exercises loving kindness. Then he also exercises judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight to the Lord. Now, he says, I'm a God who exercises loving kindness. Another word for loving kindness is mercy. I'm a God who exercises mercy. God exercises mercy. You know, I could talk about mercy, you know, day in, day out. Because mercy is a very in, in, interesting topic, a very sweet topic to know. I tell you, for if you, if you understand mercy, a lot is going to happen in your life. That was a story of Israel. The story of Israel was mercy. Now, what, what did Israel do? I mean, when God was selecting a nation, what did Israel do that God selected Israel? And they were such a small nation. God just went and just picked Jacob and just selected Israel. That's God's mercy. And God has no explanation for that. He has no explanation for that. Mercy. So mercy is a very powerful topic. I told him something in the first service. I said, God is a very tough God. Very, very tough God. I tell you. If God exercises his toughness, you'll be shocked. God is very tough, but he's also very soft. Some people have experienced the toughness of God, but they've never experienced the softness of God. God is very soft. God can look into your eyes. You, 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 you know? I wish God have been worshiping. I, uh, we have, uh, I mean, God can look into your eyes. Do, do you ever read the scripture where the Bible says that he, he joys over us with singing? Have you ever seen that? He joys over you with singing. That, I mean, does God sing over you? Does God sing over you? Hey, pastor. Maybe every day I'm having nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. God does not sing over you. You, you know, and how does God sing over you? You don't realize it. A lot of the time, you don't realize God is singing over you because you don't realize that the songs actually come out of your own mouth. You don't realize it because, no, I, I, I pay attention when something just comes out of my, my mouth. I pay attention to it because I know that's how it is. David said, the spirit of God spake by my mouth. Give me that scripture. <laughs> David said, the spirit of God spake by my mouth. So I pay attention when something just comes out of my mouth. And yes, if God can sing from my mouth, the devil can also sing from my mouth. I'm a hustler, baby. That is the devil singing. Yeah. <laughs> so,
So you can just be there, you know. You can just be there and a song will just say, Through the years, you've seen my tears. You were always here. You were always here. Through the years, you've seen my heart. You've seen my doing at that time what's God doing he's bringing your mind to something he's bringing your mind to something like no one else could no one else could do I've been watching over you that's God singing and do you know that when we dance in church he comes around to But no, I mean, is it possible that God will dance somewhere and nobody knows? Yes! Jacob said, the Lord has been here and I did not know. You know, some people think if God comes, fire, brimstone, things will be scattering. Hey, 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 God, 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 God. You know, you know, why the Bible says that if, like we can't see God, if we see God, we'll die. You know why the Bible says that? Because we can insult him. Because what we'll be expecting is that if God appears in his, in his form, we'll be expecting one gallant man. We'll see him like, ah, God! <laughs> his, his godness is in inner. It's not, because when he showed up as a man, he showed up as Jesus. And Bible says there was no beauty that we should desire him. There was not nothing, he just saw Jesus. People saw Jesus, I mean, they were passing out. Jesus, oh, Jesus, ah, he even went to Nazareth, he was, and, oh, is it not this, come, come, oh, he was buffing here when he was a child, oh, leave him, he was, he was, you know, buffing at the back of Joseph's house, and they saw him, why are you thinking something else, <laughs> no, they saw Jesus, they saw him when he was running around, when he was doing pillow load, he was, they were there. No, all the things, Jesus, so Jesus. Now, this guy comes and says that the son of man has no man to live. My friend, my friend, my friend. Son of what's man? But that was God. That was God. That was God. That was God in human flesh. And people could, they would look at him and they say, ah, that's not, that cannot be God. Because they're expecting a certain gallant God. So God can be walking in our midst, God can be singing in our midst, and everybody can ignore him. Because they don't know that he's there. You know, sometimes when, when we, are, we, are, we are thanking God and we are dancing and we are shouting and we are dancing, all we don't realize is that God is in full regalia. And as we are dancing, he's dancing with us. You know, one of the times I actually experienced the presence of God in an immeasurable way is when we are dancing in church, honestly speaking. And the most dangerous prophecies come when I'm dancing. And so I love, I enjoy dancing. Enjoy dancing. So I know, I know that, you know, uh, I can identify with, with um, uh, David's wife, Michaela, whatever her name was. Ow, ow. She, said, she said, king like you. King like you. You danced and you showed everything to the ladies out there. 
when it is Thanksgiving. Let, let God see a crazy you. Oh, I learned, I learned to do some of these things from, from, from Pastor B. I, I, I learned some of these things from him. Because a big man like him, you see Thanksgiving, he'll be dancing like this. Like, I'm like this. Let me tell you the story. Now, previous Thanksgivings, you know, when I started coming to church, when I had nothing, all right? I started, I would dance, I would come, go, boys, uh, some of you saw me, so, you know, I would come, boys, we would dance, we would dance, we would dance, so I would lead the formation dance myself, I would go to the choir stand, I would dance, I would dance, I would shake my waist, I would, I would dance, I would dance, I would dance. <laughs> now, when I started seeing money, one Thanksgiving, I was just standing, that's the way I danced, I was like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Oh, he not repo. Oh, oh, he not repo. As people were, you know, people were dancing. They were calling me. Formation, formation. I said, like, no. Oh, he not repo. Oh, sorry. You know the scripture God gave me? On about the, 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 the third Thanksgiving, he said, when you were small in your own eyes, you did what was right in the sight of the Lord. But now you're a big boy, Abby. Okay? Stay at the back. I said, hey, hey, hey. The next time giving. <sighs> One day I danced. Uh, eh? I danced and uh, God said, I'll make you rich. I'm telling you. I danced and uh, God said, I'll make you rich. Because the dance I was dancing, even me, I didn't know formula, no formula, nothing. You know, and I was carrying, you know, my, I was just dancing around, dancing around. And I, I just noticed that I was dancing like a rich man. Then God said, I'll make you, I dance, I'll make you, I'll make you rich. You know, there are things you do that God said, hmm. La ila ila la. See, so you have to understand victory by the spirit. Sometimes when you are flagging a war, you need to go with a song. A song. Sometimes with a dance. Sometimes with a song. Sometimes your weapon is a song. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm so. No, sometimes you need to wake up with a song in your mouth. You know, and I'm not telling you to, to sing and cry, you know. Crocodile, you know, just because we told you to say, you know, just go and look for one song, you know. Example of those songs. You're singing a worship song, but in the back of your mind, you know that it is, pity me, Lord, pity me, pity me. Wonderful, merciful, <laughs> precious, redeemed. 
I the back of her. You are singing English wonderful, merciful, but inside, no. Lord, you are my last hope. Just do something. Hopelessly, Lord. Oh, we hopelessly lost our way. You know, then, it's not from a place of love. You can see this one there. You are singing from God, your last chance. Just my last chance. You do something. You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace our hearts always hunger for. Oh. Someone is singing it as pity, but someone is singing from a place of love. You are the one that we pray. Oh Jesus. hearts always hunger. I was telling the first in the first service that a lot of Christians don't know how to give big. But they want someone to give them something big. Fraud. You, 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 when, when have you seen a beggar and giving the beggar 50 Ghana city before? You think it's above them. You see, but you want someone to surprise you. You see, I've seen your life. You see, you, you cannot surprise a beggar, but someone should surprise you. You think it's too much to give to a beggar. No, I, I sometimes I meet beggars, I can give them 50 Ghana. I can give them 20 Ghana. You know, and I just want them, you know, the, when you give it to them, they, they're surprised. They're surprised. They're like, hey. They're, they're wondering if you know what you are talking about. God bless you. God bless you. When you let somebody thank God like that, you have opened an account with God. That means you are also eligible for something like that. But you have it there, 50 pesos, 50 But you want someone to come and give you $100,000. Are you seeing your life? Whatsoever man sows, that's what reap. God surprise me. God surprise me. Go and surprise somebody. It's an instruction. Go and surprise somebody. God, surprise me. Surprise me. Surprise me. You. I say you go and surprise somebody first. Go surprise somebody. There was one Sunday, I think when we were on holiday, I told everybody, go out. Go and dash beggar something. Something massive. Ba, 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 ba. The ministry of the Holy Spirit. See, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Do you know, listen, do you know that the Holy Spirit was the one who opened the sea? The Bible says, with the blast of his nostrils, the sea parted. When Moses stood in front of the sea, when he lifted his, his rod, the one who went to action was the Holy Spirit. He's called the wind of God. He's the wind of God. He's the one who opened the Red Sea. Bible says, with the blast of his nostrils. One day, one day, one day, one day, the children of Israel came. You know, yes, that's the scripture. And with the blast of his nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as an heap. And the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. Oh, David can write. 
He said, with a blast of his nostrils. That means God just said, Hey! Hey! And with a blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. Give me from verse 7. Give me from verse 7. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My last shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. That was Egypt. Egypt said, I will pursue them, I will overtake them. You know the whole world, I think Pharaoh is the hardest guy. I tell you, Pharaoh is hard. He's not hard, he's hard. He's an hard man. Because, no, first he said he's going to go after them. He goes after them. He said, and in the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them. That rose up against thee. Thou sendest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. Now, look at this. Pharaoh says, I'm going to go after them. Alright? And he goes after them. Now, these people, by their God, he said, the floods, that talking about the seas, he said they congealed on every side. Now, there was this dry ground in front of them. Then, they begin to go. Now, what makes me think Pharaoh is, he was amazingly hard. You know, when you look into the scripture, God said he hadn't Pharaoh's heart. Because nobody could be that hard. Because how are you passing through water that you didn't open? <laughs> I don't understand. Why are you passing through water that you didn't open? If you open it, we know that. How the thing open, you don't know. But you are passing through it. And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as an heap. And the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. Away came, away came. Anytime God says that he, he, he makes a way, he's talking about the Holy Ghost. He's talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit steps into a matter, something happens. When the Holy Spirit steps into a matter, you know, and the Holy Ghost likes it when we talk about Him. Anywhere there is nothing, what you need is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says, that the wilderness, he turns the wilderness, he said, until the spirit be poured from on high. I remember as a cell leader, I remember as a cell leader, you know, I started a cell, you know, and I had read books of men of God. If I be a man of God, I had read books. So I knew that God, God had called me into the ministry. I knew I was going to, no, and I started having, you know, fantastic thoughts that when I start preaching, people would just start gathering. You know, I just thought that when I started preaching, people would just start gathering. So I, I, it was fantasy. They were fantastic thoughts. And when I see men of God with crowd, I'll just be saying, oh, me too, I can preach. <laughs> Unless you start. You don't know. So I, as I started, as I started, I had one assistant. When we started the cell, the first day we were two. The next day, I was alone. You know, as, as we kept going forward, instead of glory to glory, it was glory to it was glory to glow. <laughs> the people were not coming. But I had powerful messages in my mouth. Believe me, because I read many books. So I was ready to pour upon them what I had received from the books. And that is the story of a lot of young men of God. They have read a certain book. They have listened to a certain man of God. They want to go and grab. <laughs> ministry, ministry. We'll show you Pepe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, you know, I, 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 I was struggling at a point I wanted to give up because I would go to people's houses I would tell them we are having cell meeting at this time they say Fee. <laughs> they say Fee. Oh, you will never see them you will never 
on the day of the when you go there, you will knock, 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 and they will never come out. But you know that somebody is inside this room. I had to learn how the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. So one day I was in a cell leaders meeting. As I sat in the meeting and I looked, I remember it was a cell leaders meeting. On the last day, cell leaders training program, on the last day, which was a Saturday, a Saturday no, Friday night, I was sitting down then. There was one deaconess. I call her my mother. So full of the spirit. She talked so slowly, but so full of the spirit. She shared a scripture. She said, all the things we have shared with you, I'm just quoting her there, but all the things we have shared with you are great, but until the spirit be poured, oh, oh, you know, that day it dawned on me. I just knew that this is what I had been missing. I just, you know, this was not a, no, a normal message. It was, everybody heard what she said, but it was normal to everybody. But to me, it's like, oh, 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 so this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. That night, that night, I went to the field. I prayed. I prayed in tongues. I prayed in tongues. I prayed in tongues. The ministry of the Holy Spirit. I prayed in tongues. Dr. Paul Yongicho said something. Never forget this. I read it in a book. While I was reading, I was actually standing when I was reading. Tears were coming out of my eyes. I said, this is the secret. I've had many encounters. And most of my encounters have not been an angel appeared to me. Those things, don't put your... You know, some, some people would like magic. Like an angel. An angel. There was a guy who told me that uh, Jesus has appeared to him four times. Yet he's not preaching to 30 people. So sometimes you listen to such people, you think like you, the Christianity, you're not part. Oh, I, I, an angel came last night. Well, angel said to me, Don't worry yourself. Bible said, And the Lord appeared to someone by the word of the Lord. Eh? What you are hearing in church is enough encounter. Bible says, Blessed are they who have not seen and yet believed. If God doesn't show you, you no know, spectacular things, just know that you are very special. I'm telling you, there's some people they think that it's when you see those things that you are special. No, there's some people God will not show them a spectacular thing. It means you are very special. God can trust that you will stay. I'm telling you. There's some people say, I saw four angels who were gathered over here, and the four angels were carrying Milo. What? What? Ah. And as he was carrying the milo, he poured it into a grass. And when he got to the grass, there was water that came out. You are hungry. You are just hungry. Ah, Isaiah 32 verse 15. He said, until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. He said, the wilderness will become a fruitful field. And the fruitful field will be counted for a forest. When the spirit is poured, the productivity comes. You know what? I pray that night. I pray that night. I pray that night. The next day. <laughs> the next day. The next day. 22 people showed up in my cell meeting. Hey, and I said, Ah! So it's like this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you see that I pray mad, it is that day. That thing caused it. Because I saw that it is all about Holy Ghost. It's not about how nice I can preach. So I don't brag, I don't boast in my uh, oratory dexterity. I don't brag with uh, my English and how I can preach and, you know, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I know people who are very, you know, there were some people who told me, you know, there's a pastor who told me that, ah, Pastor Enoch, when you preach, you're very hot or rough. I said, yes. But when you see that guy preaching, eh, so smooth, sweet. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus came down the cross don't you love it? 
No, 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 me, I, can't, I cannot. I cannot. I, sometimes I try it, I cannot. But I remember many years ago, I went to preach somewhere, you know, and I got there, I said, I'm going to do like Pastor Chris. The Lord is lovely, and He has a plan for you. Tell half of the people slept. <laughs> that day I knew that this is not my style. Even I tell you, I said the Spirit of God is here now. <laughs> when I started doing that one, healing started. I said, ah, ah, this is my own. So sometimes the hi, Jesus is here. It's not, it's not for me. <laughs> so I had to shout in service. Yes. <laughs> hey! The Spirit of God. You know, I, I tried the, the sophisticated tongues. I was, it's not working. It's not working for me. I can try. That's when I don't have a serious issue. <laughs> I can try those ones. Silimons, three songs that I'm doing. Like Rolongeli means Italian. It's Silimondi. It's Silimondi. It's like Italian. Yeah. But when there's a matter at hand, I forget that there's any Italian tongue. I enter my room. Bako, ba, bala, palo. Kalusi kaya. have any issues so Italian tongues when you are when you are serious you are looking for something to do before any tongue comes out the tears that will come out it will make you forget the accent it's Lamonda Lamonda continue 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 until the spirit be poured the Holy Ghost the ministry of the Holy Spirit the ministry of the Holy Spirit the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Never forget the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost wants to be involved in your business. The Holy Ghost wants to be involved. He wants to be involved in your business. He wants to be involved. He wants to be involved. He wants to move you from one level of glory to the other. He says, until the Spirit be poured upon us from on high. He says, the wilderness be a fruitful field. Be, be a fruitful field. We have seen how we came from four members to 10 to 30. It was the Holy Ghost. Because at every step of the way, anytime we prayed, there will be an outpouring. Sometimes there will be an outbreak of joy. When that thing happens, it means the Holy Ghost has done something. Ladies and gentlemen, don't always cry at home. No matter the issue. No matter the issue, don't always cry. Don't look at the situation and be crying. Sometimes go home against the issue. Have a song in your mouth. The Bible says, and you shall have a song as in the night. What is the night? The night is when everything is dark. The night is when things are not going well. The Bible says, you shall have a song that's in the night. So, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, for some of you, you might not be able to ask some of these things because um, you, you're not the head of the family. When you have a family, all right? When you when you have a family, gentlemen, I'm speaking to you now. Don't be those kind of fathers that your your daughters will be crying that you have not come home. Be that kind of father that you know when there's a, an issue at home, you call the whole family. All of you stand. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise 
the Lord You just want to praise the Lord Praise the Lord Because, because He is good And His mercy shall end You see, I see mercy Because He is good And His mercy shall why do we know that our faith will work? We know our faith will work because not, not because of our faith. Our faith will work because of who is faithful. Our faith will work because of who is faithful. When we stretch out our faith, He meets us with His mercy. When we stretch out our faith, He meets us with His mercy. When we stretch out our faith, He meets us with His mercy. When we stretch out our faith, He meets us with His mercy. Like the prodigal son the guy said i'm going back to my father before he got there the father was outside the father has been expecting him father has been expecting him when we stretch out our faith he meets us with our with his mercy his mercy shall endure bible says his mercy endureth forever that, that's the ministry of the holy spirit the ministry of the holy spirit the ministry of the holy spirit listen don't ignore the holy spirit don't ignore the holy spirit don't ignore the holy spirit when things are dark talk to the holy spirit when things are not moving well talk to the holy spirit no, sometimes when you mess up, talk to the Holy Spirit. He knows what to do. <laughs> when you mess up, talk to the Holy Spirit. You go, you say, Holy Spirit, I made a mistake. I did it. Nobody's responsible. I did it. But I know you can help me. I know you can help me. Then start crying. I'm telling you, I'm, okay, it works for me. I don't know if it works for you. Well, if I make the mistake, and I know that I made a mistake. I said, Holy Spirit. So this one, I, I made a mistake. I'm, I'm wrong. Alright? I'm very sorry for what I did. But Holy Spirit, I, I know you will help me. I know this one, this matter, you you'll be on my side in this matter. When I finish saying <laughs> then you say it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. They say, you charge. Say, hey, so who 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 was? Who was judging you? Then all of a sudden, you just realize that the matter has turned. You were right, but he's, he's now come to talk to you. Forgive him. Forgiveness. <laughs> you know, forgiveness is, is if you don't forgiveness, is like witchcraft. And he'll now be rebuking you for not forgiving him because he has already settled the matter with him. Have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Let him know your voice. Let him know you. Anything you're going to do. You know, sometimes you're going to, you're going to enter something and you know, it's not going to turn out well. And you talk to the Holy Spirit. He tell you, this one is not going to go well. You know, I love the Holy Spirit so much. He can tell you when you're going to the wrong relationship. Alright? And you will still enter it and he'll still be helping you. He'll be telling you, okay, so here, here, here you are, it's not good. But you see, this person is this, so be this, do that. They'll be helping you. I just wonder, how? How? How is he doing that? Isaiah 63. Let's start from verse. Okay, let's start from verse 1. Who is he that cometh from Edom with that garment from Bozrah? That this that is 
glorious in his apparel traveling in the greatness of his strength I speak in righteousness mighty to save verse 2 wherefore art thou red in thy apparel and thy garments like him that treaded in the wine fat verse 3 I have trodden the wine press alone and of the people there was none with me for I will tread them in my anger and trample them in my fury and their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments and I will stain all my raiment now you, you, you might be a little confused here it's actually um, a prophetic um, something prophetic that's happened that's already happened all right right as I was prophesying it now I was talking actually about Jesus and the Holy Spirit now he talks about judgment so I'm bringing out the the principle for yet for you to see all right so verse 4 he says for the day of vengeance in my is in my heart and the year of my redeemed is come now in verse 4 he now says the problem he says the day of vengeance has come so that is judgment all right that looks like something bad that's gonna happen the day of vengeance all right now the day of vengeance comes he says and the year of my redeemed is come that means the year that they are supposed to come out okay the, the children of God are supposed to come out of that trouble has come he said the day of vengeance is my heart he said but the year of the redeemed is come so how will God do this how will God bring the people out of the predicament that they find themselves how is God going to do it how is God going to, God going to turn everything around verse 5 he says and I looked and there was none to help God says he looked at his people and there was no one to help them how, how many times God's people have found themselves in things like this they looked and there was nobody to help nobody to help anyone nobody to help his people nobody to help the one whose time of favor has come he says and I wondered that there was none to uphold therefore my own arm brought salvation unto me and my fury that upheld me verse 6 he says I will tread down the people in my anger and make them drunk in my fury and I'll bring down their strength to the earth verse 7 I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord had bestowed on us and the great goodness toward the house of Israel which he had bestowed on them according to his mercies and according to his according to the multitude of his loving kindness go ahead for he said surely they are my people children that will not lie so he was their savior verse 9 in all the affliction last week I read it so pay attention he says in all the affliction he was afflicted and the angel of his presence saved them in all the affliction he was afflicted in all the affliction he was afflicted Wow and the angel of his presence saved them the angel of his presence who is the angel of his presence who is the angel of his It's the Holy Spirit. Why is he called the angel of his presence? Anytime you see in the Bible, the angel, that's the Holy Spirit. When you see an angel, that's an angel. But when you see the angel, that's the Holy Spirit. Why is he calling the angel of his presence? Because you see, how we, we get to enjoy the presence of God, the conveyor of the presence of God is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit brings us the presence of God. So the moment we start praying and you start feeling the presence of God, the reason why you're feeling is because the Holy Spirit brought it. So he makes the presence of God real to us. So he's the, the, the transporter. That's why it's called the angel, the transporter of the presence of God. He said the angel of his presence saved them. Number one, that means the Holy Spirit has a ministry of salvation. The Holy Spirit has a ministry of salvation. Now I'm going to talk about two types of salvation here now. The first salvation is the salvation of your spirit. That means how you became born again. Nobody can be born again without the Holy Spirit. The Bible says by one spirit we are baptized into the body of Christ. 
It's the Holy Spirit who makes us able to even believe the gospel. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a stupid story. It's a stupid story that and he, uh, the virgin gave birth and the, virgin gave, and the, guys, the guy stood up and he, he, he grew. Then he went to a cross. He died. Charlie, that is not making any sense. He died. And because he died, I should believe that he died. And because I believe he died, I'm saved. I'm with, uh, no, please, let's be serious. But you see, why do we believe it? Why do we believe because of the Holy Spirit? We have not been brainwashed. Though. It's the Holy Spirit. You see? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who brings the, 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 the story. He makes it real to our spirit. So the day it was being preached to us, it sounded stupid. But yes, our spirit could believe it because the Holy Spirit played the video in our hearts. So throughout the years, years upon years, different evangelists have preached this gospel and they preach it the same way. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is, has been the one who has passed on the story from generation to generation. So no mistakes. The same story. Calvary. The same story. And that same story has saved millions and millions of people. There are so many people who, who stand and say, Jesus changed my life. And we've never met to even discuss that we are going to say together that Jesus changed our life. But truly, he changed our lives. And we all have the same testimony because of the same Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit brings salvation. One time I was on, I was on Twitter. When I was on Twitter, now I've left. I was on Twitter and I, 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 opened, I opened forum. I said, if you're an atheist and you have genuine questions, because there are different kinds of atheists. There are atheists who have genuine questions for God. And there are other atheists who just don't like God. They are not ready to listen to anything. You know, a lot of atheists think everybody is delusional. They are right. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Everybody is delusional. They are correct. They are not ready for, you know, a, a good discourse. Right. And it's not their fault. And apologetics can never save them. I noticed it because I'm actually good with apologetics. If we sit one-on-one, we want to prove the existence of God, we can do it. To a certain extent it gets to a place i can't talk with you again because we'll now be talking um metaphysical and that it's not your field you don't know anything about it <laughs> you know so i opened the phone i said if you have genuine questions for god send me a dm so i, I got into conversation with quite a number of them for some of them i spoke to them on phone so there was one lady I spoke to. I answered every question she had. And their questions are just the same. It's like they've gone to a forum and they've, they've all been told the same thing. Their questions are always the same, go in the same direction. At the end of it, they'll end in one thing. If there was God, why did this happen? They can't pass that. If they pass that, they know it is. Especially the Ghanaian <laughs> So I got, I answered every question of that lady. When I finished, I asked her, are you ready to now believe in Jesus? She said, no. So I realized that the thing is not a question of answered questions. It is a, a transformation of the heart and only the Holy Ghost can do that. Only the Holy Ghost can do that. So anytime we preach the gospel to people, that's why we pray a lot. We pray a lot because anytime we are preaching the gospel to people, the Holy Ghost is the one who convicts their hearts. It's not our job to convince them. Our job is to preach. The Holy Ghost will convict them. So the Holy Ghost brings salvation. So yes, yes, that is one of the testimonies you're going to have in your house. Your father is going to be born again. Your mother is going to be born again. There are people in your house, there are people in your family who are going to give their life to Christ. That drunkard father is coming back home. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to somebody. I'm preaching to somebody. And I'm prophesying to somebody. I'm prophesying to somebody. Some, salvation is going to come to your house. Salvation is going to come to your house. Soon, very soon you're going to see your father blasting in tongues. Hey! Shakabalo Kobosa. Speak in tongues for a few minutes. You're going to see your father blasting in tongues. He's going to blast in tongues. He's going to be broken before God. It's going to happen. It's going to be broken before God.
going to be broken before God. So rake, so kata. It's going to be broken before God. <laughs> Oof, yes, it's going to happen. It's going to be broken before God. Oh, one day I went to a certain prayer meeting. Oh, what a beautiful sight. What a beautiful sight. And, and um, the, the great music minister was ministering. Nathaniel Bassi was ministering there and I was there. And I saw a man carrying his child. And as he was ministering, I saw a man carrying his child. While he was carrying his child. Oh, a grown man. He was crying before God. I said, what a beautiful sight. We need men like this. Broken before God. Ah, the man was carrying out, and as as Nathan Basi was singing, you know, this God is too much. Oh, I will worship Him forever, love Him forever, because this God is. While I was sitting down, I, I was already under the influence of the spirit as I sat there. The man was sitting behind me. Oh, hey. He was carrying his, his child. Hey. A grown man. It's like, like, wow. Wow. You know, it looks, it looks disgraceful to you. In the kingdom of God, is that so beautiful? In the kingdom of God, the angels have gathered. They are looking at him. So, wow. What a man. What a man. Broken before God. That brokenness. It weighs so much in the spirit. It weighs so much in the spirit. People like that, God doesn't forget them. People like that, God doesn't forget them. Let me show you a scripture, Isaiah 66. Verse 1. Look at verse 1. He says, Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that he built unto me, and where is the place of my rest? Verse 2. He says, for all those things hath my hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor, and of a contrite heart, and trembleth at my word. Hi. 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 Look at this. God said, heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. He said, nothing, nothing shakes me. God said, nothing shakes But he said, something shakes me. He said, to this I will give my attention. He said, to this will I look. God says, he said, money does not shake me. He says, your status does not shake me. Who you are does not shake me. That you are honorable does not shake me. That you have money does not shake God. That you have a nice car does not shake God. He said, this is what will shake him. God says, this one, when I look at it, he said, the one who is of a poor and a contrite spirit, that means the one who is broken, the one who hears about God, then he calms down. When he hears that God is involved in this, he calms down. When he hears that God is with this person, he calms down. He knows that this one, God is with it. That man has fear for God. Then he says, and trembleth at my word. When he's going to do something and the word of God says otherwise he switches immediately and does what God says God said that moves him he said that's what he will look onto he said that is what he will give attention to he said unto this will I look he said one who is of a contrite spirit and trembles at my word God said that means something to me that means something to me I remember at, during the camps one of the camps I taught I said this is the this is the secret this is one of the reasons why there are certain people that you know you might think that this guy is no good this guy is bad but looks like God keeps blessing the person you know because where it matters the person gets it right where it matters the person gets it right when it matters the person gets it right so while you think that the person is bad he trembles at the word of God when God tells him hey what you are doing is wrong he makes a, 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 a complete U-turn and says Lord I follow what you're saying so while that man was crying, I was like, I look at it, I said, wow. Wow. Such a beautiful sight to behold. Now, we are talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. 
he saved them so salvation is coming to houses salvation is coming to people's homes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ salvation is coming to people's homes I want to pray especially if you have a member of your family let's let's look at the nuclear if you have a member of your nuclear family who needs to know the Lord we're going to just keep sitting down don't stand up we're going to pray for them now there's there's an anointing here for answered prayers in that direction go ahead and begin to pray talk to the Holy Spirit oh you are the Lord of salvation you are the Lord of salvation father touch my dad father touch my mom talk to him father touch the mention the name of the person say touch her touch him touch him Lord 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 bring salvation to him Lord bring salvation to him Lord, I want him to pray in tongues like me. But I want him to pray in tongues like me. I want him to pray in tongues like me. There are some of you, only your mom is prayerful in the house. You're praying, your dad is joining. You're, some of you, your dad has not been to church for a very long time. There's going to be a change. Some of you have a, a sibling who has been wayward. Pray. You have a sibling who has been wayward. Pray. You have a sibling who has been wayward. Pray. Pray. Pray with a deep conviction of emotion. Mean it. Because there's an anointing for answer prayers. salvation is the salvation of deliverance it's the Holy Spirit who has prevented that accident from happening that day the accident happened that not happened to you was the Holy Spirit he said it was the angel of his presence that saved them that saved them he saved them <sighs> I remember Ah, when I was driving, I, I, one time, I think it was a few days after my birthday, I think not this year, last year. Was it last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. It was after my birthday last year. I noticed something. You know, every time it's my birthday, I go to my dad. He prays for me as well. 
So at that time, I had a grandmother who was in the house. So I told her, oh, today's my birthday. She was looking for something to give me. I said, no, no, just pray for me, let me go. You know, and I was trying to avoid a long talk because if she catches me, I'm not leaving that place that day. So she held my hand. And then she held my hand. She said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I said, Amen. Amen. You know what? She was not the first person. So I knew that the devil had, was planning an accident for me. You see, you have to be very spiritually smart. When you notice things like that in succession, it's two things. It's either a revelation from the Holy Spirit or the devil is making his plans known because the devil always has to make his plans known why to put fear in you so the fear opens the door now for him are you getting it so when my she, she was not the first one so i just knew that the devil was planning an accident for me <laughs> no so i went somewhere when i was coming back i was someone i told the person okay you drive all right on the labadi road you know, in the night, the, the traffic lights are just yellow, right? The person just started spinning. It was like something had just happened to the person. The person just started spinning. I said, slow down. Oh, we're going to reach right now. Kai. There was a car coming from there. And he was just on the speed. We missed by an, an inch. I, and if I, if I say an inch, the way we missed it. The way we missed, the way we missed, it was not a coincidence. Because the moment we sat in the car, when I said drive, when you sat in the car, I started speaking in tongues. For some reason, I genuinely know. You know, guys, when you see yourself just speaking in tongues, I like, continue. <laughs> the only goes to do something. So as I said, I found myself He also joined me. Caleb was he thought we were just speaking. Uh, once we crossed that thing like this, I said, pack, pack. Pack, pack, pack. Let me put my destiny in my own hands. <laughs> but that was the Holy Spirit. And this year too, after one of the lockdown services, I was driving on the N1. All my tires, boom, boom, boom. Highway. And there was an articulator on my right. And it was left, right, left, right. You know the biggest testimony of that thing was not that nothing happened to me. It was the peace. While it was happening, I was, I was not shaking, no. I was just peace, peaceful. I was just, I was just enjoying. <laughs> so later, the car, you know, the car itself, I was not even, because there were cars coming, the car itself veered off the road, got a place, and the car parked by itself. And I came out, started taking pictures. Woo! And that time I was, I was listening to I was playing it in the car How far you've come from me I know the song. I was enjoying the song Peace So what was happening? While everything was going on outside Hey, I took a letter Jesus, 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 Jesus no, the Holy Ghost was with me inside. He had padded me. 
He had, he had padded me. He was like, I was protected. I was protected. You were telling me about um, something happened to your car. Your car was literally on fire. The car was on fire. Where's Brown? Do you remember the day we were in the house and I walked out of the, the, we, we had no reason to come out. The day we came out, the moment we came out, fire was on the meter. We had no reason to come out. I was just upstairs. And when I'm upstairs, there's nothing to do downstairs out here. So I just came out. I just came out of the house. And we all, hey! We had no reason to come out. And we don't come out like that. And me that, pa, pa, pa. Hey, and by this time. And I was upstairs. That there is a Spider-Man or Batman or something. The Holy Ghost. He, he just, he just, he just moved me out of the house. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. He saved them. He saved them. He saved them. You will not die by an accident. I said you will not die by an accident. Neither will any sickness kill you by the power of the Holy Ghost. Because of the Holy Ghost. He said he saved them and his love and his pity, he redeemed them and he bare them and carried them all the days of old. Now, have you ever heard me praying and saying the Holy Ghost is carrying me? That's it. He carried them. He carried them. What does it mean to be carried? You put in one effort, then he holds you up. You put in one effort, he holds you up. He carries you. He carries you. You know that, yes, you are doing something, but you know that it's not you. So people are asking you, how do you do it? But you know that this one, if they give you, you cannot explain it. It's the Holy Spirit. You cannot explain it. You cannot explain it. You know, many times people ask me questions. I say, if I tell you, maybe sometimes I'm in the room, I'm surprised. Yeah, because I can see that this one, I'm, I, am, I am carried. I'm being carried. I'm being carried. I'm being carried. Verse 10. So I talked about the salvation that the Holy Spirit brings. But they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. Are you seeing? So the angel of his presence was the Holy Spirit because he's talking about the Holy Spirit. He says, therefore, he was turned to be their enemy and he fought against them. Now, when your helper becomes your enemy, you're in trouble. So the Holy Spirit was vexed and he became their enemy and he fought against them. The Holy Ghost fought against them. So people find themselves in, in, in predicaments like that. They vex the Holy Spirit. So everything turns against them. Verse 11. It says, then he remembered the days of old. The Holy Ghost remembered the days of old. No. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 20. I'll come back here. Psalm 20. To the chief musician and son of David, the Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. Say amen. amen. Oh, you didn't hear it. Ah, ah. If you have never used this scripture before, you have never fallen into trouble. <laughs> You've never got into trouble. Ah, there are days I have to pull this scripture out. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The day that trouble has come, the Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. Because there are some people, they, they are not heard in the day of trouble. He said, the name of the God of Jacob defend thee. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Then verse 2 is my point. He says, send thee help from the sanctuary. Send thee help. Send thee help. Send thee help. God is sending you help. God is sending you help. I said, God is sending you help. God is sending you help. God is sending me help. 
God is sending me help. In 2021, God is sending me help. He's sending me angelic help. He's sending me human help. He's sending me help on every side. On every side, I'm, help is sent to me. Help is sent to me. I'm saying, man, if you like, sit down. Help is sent to me. God sends me help on every side. God sends me help on every side. God sends me help on every side. He sends me help from his sanctuary. And strengthen thee out of Zion, verse 3. Remember all thy offerings. You see, like he said, he remembered the days of old. There are times that God has to remember. He has to remember something you did. God has to remember a, a dance you danced. <laughs> God has to remember a worship you worship. Listen, there, listen, those of you who lead worship, don't perform for us. Worship God day. Because there's a day God will refer to something you did. all your offerings and accept that bed sacrifice go back to Isaiah chapter 63 <laughs> saying where is he that brought him out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock where is he that put his Holy Spirit within him verse 12 that led them by the right hand of Moses the second one the first one was the salvation the second one is the leading that led them the Holy Spirit is his ministry to lead you the Holy Spirit leads you. He 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 leads you. Oh God. Oh God. What would we do without the leading of the Holy Spirit? All I do without the leading of the Holy Spirit. I remember when one day, while we were at, at Holiday Inn, while we were there, one day they sent us a message that we should stop coming there. We are too many over there. We should just stop coming there. Now they sent me this message on Saturday. How do I tell church that church is not coming on on Sunday? How do I do that? So we are too many and management has sat together and they said we shouldn't come there again. How am I going to say that? Church is not coming on the next day. I didn't know what to do. So I called for a meeting. When I called the meeting, I, I took lead in the meeting and I went to where we were having a meeting. I slept on chairs. I, I, I ran chairs and I slept on it. I said, Lord. And I started to speak in tongues. I spoke in tongues. Tears were coming out of my eyes. Then the Holy Spirit said, Exact words. He said, go to African regions. Tell them that you are coming to have a meeting here. Break it into three services. I think two services. He said, break it into two services. Then, schedule your brethren into each of the services and have the service. So when I had the meeting with them, I didn't tell them what I said, I'm coming. I went to African regions. When I got there, let me tell you, when I got there, the person in charge was not there. It was one of the workers who has the key to the auditorium he said this is what he said to me he said i'm not supposed to do this but i'll risk my job for you yes i'm planning to surprise that guy one day his name is james at african regent i'll never forget that guy he said i'll risk my job for you so we had service there we were there for about a month and a half we were there like that for about a month and a half just like that, because we are out of holiday. Then the Lord now opened the door to Best Western, and we went there. The leading of the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit didn't lead me, I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know where to go. He leads us. And anytime I try to move out of airport, Holy Spirit says, You are not moving out of airport. Stay here. Leading. Leading. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Don't allow Him to lead you in important things and you leave Him in, out of things, you know, that you think that you can handle. Allow Him to lead you. 
allowed him to lead you in the school you should select after uni allow him to lead you because you see locations are important the first question God asked Adam is Adam where are you Adam was in the wrong place locations are important so don't just take decisions allow him to lead you allow him to lead you talk to the Holy Spirit he will lead you when you when you feel like you're not hearing the voice okay pray pray in tongues pray in tongues pray in tongues then he will lead you he will lead you in your heart he will lead you with peace he'll lead you with joy that's how the Holy Ghost leads or with a word he leads you with peace joy or a word peace joy or a word when when you are not free in your heart you are restless in your heart don't move I remember a great man of God there's no great man of God that God has not tested with leading because you have to be led to be a man of God a great man of God I, 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 I respect so much he packed his bags to travel to, to go and preach somewhere he packed somewhere and he was not sure if God wanted him to go or not as he was going as he got there they started checking him in then he said okay one more minute he wants to cross check with the Holy Spirit one more time Holy Spirit should I go or not he's not sure so he starts speaking in tongues still no answer he said give me my bag he said they are checking he said take it take the bag take your ticket take everything he said I'm not moving he said no doesn't mean move silence also doesn't mean move Be led by the Spirit. Allow the Holy Ghost to lead you. Because everywhere He leads you to, there's safety there. There's safety there. You heard the story of the pastor, the Lebanon pastor. The day there was a bombing in Lebanon. He was there with his church. He was there with the brethren. He was there with the members of staff. He was there in the church. He said, all of a sudden, he just felt like everybody go home. He just started sacking everybody. Everybody go home. They said, Pastor, why? Pastor, why are we, why are we going home to? Why are we going? No, 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 no. Sacked everybody. Everybody go out. Everybody go. The moment they all left, about an hour later, the whole place bombed. How would he have explained it if they were all there? They said, oh, God give it and God take it. No! They were stubborn. God did not give, God did not take. You see, that's why I must subscribe to the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's why you don't have to use someone's experience to say that God is like that. Because you don't know what the Holy Spirit told the person that the person didn't listen to. He leaded me, he leaded me By his own hand he leaded me His faithful follower will be For by his hand he leaded me He leaded me, oh blessed thought Okay. He leadeth me, oh blessed thought, oh words with heavenly comfort fraught. Whatever I do, wherever I be, still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me, for by his hand he his faithful follower will be for by his hand he lifted me. Someone say that if the guy is not tall, I will not marry him. Has he leaded you? Has he leaded? 
said, no, 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 no. Unless he has beard. Listen, marriage is not barber shop. He said, no, no, no. You know, the Lord knows my needs. The Lord knows my wants. Someone told me something. And I actually thought about it. I was like, nah, this one doesn't make sense. Okay, think about it. He said that you can make a list of the kind of woman you want. Can you say you can make a list? Dark, tall, like just be making your list. So I was like, so are you making the list to God or what? He said, yeah. He said, so what? God is going to create the... the <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to create the, the list for you that night. Customize this one. Oh, God knows what I want. God knows what I want. Okay? But if he says, not that one. Because you, 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 you are entertaining the guy because he works in an oil company. Do you know what will happen in the next five years? See? I know some people are now going to use that as, you know, you know pastor, pastor said that, even though I don't have a job. No, go and look for a job first. Because some people plans, plans. You know, I'm planning to, I'm planning to, I'm planning to. Thank you, Jesus. Allow the, the Lord to lead you. Are you listening? Third one. Go back to Isaiah 63. For by his hand he Verse 13. That led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness that they should not stumble. Verse 14. As a beast going down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord caused him to rest. The third one, he causes you. You see, there's when he leads you, but there's also when he causes you. When he causes you, is different. It's, at that time, it's not like you've heard a voice. You don't hear any voice. At that time, you just realize that the steps you are taking are the correct ones. You just realize that the steps you are taking are the correct ones. You just realize that there's nothing like mistake. There's nothing like mistake for you. You just realize that the steps you are taking are the correct ones. It, it happens to me a lot, especially in the year. That's why at the beginning of every year, I spend time to pray a lot. Because when I pray a lot, something happens. There's an alignment. There's an alignment. There's an alignment. An aligning is done. So I pray a lot at the beginning of the year. So that in, during the year, I just find myself being cursed. Being caused, so the Spirit of God causes you. That's one of His ministries. He causes you. He just causes you to do the right thing. He just causes you to be the right person. He just causes you. So much that, you know, the wrong people are deleted from your path. Any lady who will bring you broken hearts. Jesus. They are taken out of the way. Yes. The, the guys are not saying amen. Because, no. Because the guys think, oh, we, we, we don't get broken out. Look, I've seen guys with broken out. It's really, really painful. The guys, a whole pharaoh. A whole pharaoh. Is there. Hmm. Wait, in time you see guys saying, fear women, fear women, fear women. They, they, they are killing their soul inside. Something is happening to their soul inside. See, fear women, fear women, fear women. Something has happened to him. Say, I'm planning to do poor line. No, it's not the leading of the spirit. It's something has happened to him. He says, say, say, I really want to do poor line. I want Paul, you know poor line, right? Poor line is you have decided not to, to be like Paul, not to marry. No. He said, say, my plan is to do poor line. No, let's ask you. We need to ask you more questions. What happened? 
Let's know the reason for the poor line. Because sometimes it's not real poor line. They have put pepper in your eyes. You see? And some, 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 some of it. I posted a, a, a video <laughs> on my status. The guy was following the girl. The girl said, Mint, not mint. The guy was following you, sir. <laughs> so Christ. It's very painful, God. <laughs> you see? And all those people who waste your, 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 your precious destiny will be deleted out of the way. You see? Why are the ladies shouting more than the guys? The guys, the guys are doing Odish, Odish. But I've seen a guy not eat for three days. Yeah. Someone asked, what are the signs and symptoms of broken heart? Do you know? I want to know. Give me one sign of broken heart. Quietness. <laughs> now let me ask the guys. Oh God. Give me one, one, one symptom. You don't talk plenty. It's still a quietness. Loss of appetite. Constipation. <laughs> you will go to the gym. For what? So you put all your anger in the metals. Is that a polite? Okay. <laughs> you wear pullover in the afternoon. Sleepless nights. Play music like Afra Frantoy. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is causing you to do the right thing. He's causing you to go to the right place. He's going causing you to do the right thing at the right time. He's causing you to meet the right people. I prophesy that into your life. The Holy Spirit is causing you to move forward. He's causing you to move forward. He's causing you to advance. He's causing you to advance. Even if your mistakes are taking you back, the Holy Ghost will redeem you some way, somehow. Mercy will show up and it will cause you to advance.